And welcome to a special episode of Hyrule Podcasters! I'm your co-host, Ben. And I'm your co-host, Pat. And today, we're bringing you a special engagement. See what I did there? See what I did there? <laughs> a special engagement with our friends from the First Encounter podcast, Chris and Haney. Hey guys, how y'all doing? Hello! Good, good. How are you two doing? Yeah, we're doing great. We're doing great. Thank you uh, so much for having us. Of course. Thanks for being a part of this. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're stoked to have you here. So for people who don't usually listen to our podcast, we usually play Zelda games. It's an audio-only Let's Play experience. The first two seasons were the NES and the SNES. We're moving on to the next system. We'll actually get to that at some point today. Yeah, a little later. But right now we're just kicking it and doing a little chatting. We're in an in-betweener right now and thought it would be really fun to bring you uh, another uh, interview with someone that's kind of in uh, tangentially related to the podcast that we think you might have a lot of fun hearing from. And uh, we hope you check out their podcast. Uh, everything about their podcast will be uh, in, the, in the show notes as well. But uh, Chris, why don't you uh, say hi and uh, tell us a little bit about who you are? Yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Chris, uh, First Encounter number one. And we started First Encounter because Final Fantasy VII is my favorite game of all time. And Henny had never played it before. I wanted to share his first experience with the world, and now here we are, two years later, season one done. Nice. Uh, Henny beat Final Fantasy VII, and now I'm playing uh, Majora's Mask for the first time, blind. Cool. How are you liking Majora's Mask? Uh, it's super good. Having a blast with it. It's a little strange because it's for podcasts, and I have to keep progressing the story somewhat, mm -hmm. but I really Absolutely. just want to run around Clock Town all day. Just keep resetting time. <laughs> just <laughs> start all over, over again. No problem at all. Uh, really just crushing the game. Running around clock town, solving problems left and right. Uh, the moon is is plummeting to earth, and that might come up later, but it's okay. It's all good. <laughs> That's awesome. It's such a good game. And then, uh, do you want do you want to say hello and let us know a little about yourself, Hanny? Yeah, absolutely. So I am part two of First Encounter. Uh, my name is Hanny. Uh, in season one. I was the fresh-faced young lad who was playing a video game for the first time. Chris had me playing Final Fantasy VII for the for my very first time, uh, and then for our newest season, uh, which started a couple weeks ago, uh, we are swapping that around a little bit. And like Chris mentioned, he's playing Majora's Mask for the first time, and uh, Majora's Mask was one of my favorite games growing up. Uh, I'm a big Zelda fan. Chris has never been a huge, huge Zelda person. So Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it just seemed like a very, very fun, very. Um, uh, different but similar next step uh, after finishing out Final Fantasy VII, um, just swapping over to another childhood favorite that uh, you know slipped one of us by. So that's that's kind of how we uh, landed on Majora's Mask, and it's for me, it's been very fun just watching Chris <laughs> experience the wildness of that game for the very first time. Yeah, it is wild. It is a wild game. It's such sure. a fun format. How'd you come up with the idea? Uh, Chris. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> um, so at my last job, uh, I was a uh, data entry folk. Um, so I was typing away at a keyboard 
all day, every day. So I really only had uh, two options. I could listen to audiobooks or I could listen to podcasts. So I did neither. And instead, I downloaded uh, YouTube videos. And I... <laughs> and, that's amazing this is absolutely a podcast uh, and i would listen <laughs> yeah they have like those those long plays that you can just they just play yeah, the entire yeah, thing yeah, yeah. That's amazing. so um i was downloading and listening to these uh let's play videos and i found a final fantasy 7 one uh, i think it was Eurogamer was the channel um and it was one longtime fan of final fantasy 7 who was playing it with a newcomer to final fantasy 7 who had never played it before and for a while, I could follow the story based on like the music and what they were saying. But at some point, the game opens up quite a bit, and it's a lot harder to place uh, where they are and what's happening in the game. You're like, if only somebody was giving descriptions of what... Oh, oh my gosh, I have an idea. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and that's kind of where the format for First Encounter cool. was born. Uh, at the time, I didn't realize there were other audio-only Let's Play podcasts that were uh, kind of doing the same thing. And then you decided to do a podcast with Hanny because... Uh, I mean, he was really the only person that... <laughs> who, who else? Who else? Yeah, there's, okay. there's no Got one it. else. Got I it. only know Hanny. He's the one person. <laughs> <laughs> Are there other people? I don't even think don't, we exist. I'm not convinced. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've known Hanny for over 20 years at this point. Uh, we've been best friends for a very long time and also as someone who isn't fully comfortable uh being in the spotlight and doesn't enjoy talking a lot i know that hanny's uh pretty much the opposite of me in that regard and i really want to capture his energy and and brightness yeah when when you're starting a podcast and you don't like talking very much you definitely want somebody yeah, who does like absolutely talking a lot 100 <laughs> percent. yeah definitely and i don't like organizing or structure or anything like that like i don't like making the structure i like following mm -hmm. structure so like having someone like chris who's just very structured and is like hey this is what we're going to do and i'm just like okay <laughs> like i <laughs> i was just like yeah just like put me in front of something and let me speak for a while and like and i'll all be perfectly fine <laughs> you're my star i like that yeah Hanny, how did you how did you feel about when, when when Chris approached you about the idea of the podcast and that you would be forced to play Final Fantasy VII, what were your initial thoughts on that? I feel like I was pretty on board always. So Chris and I have always had this, like, we want to do something together kind of, like, thought. And we've, like, tried different stuff over the years. You know, we've, like, kicked around ideas about, like, you know, making board games together, making card games together, video games, you know, uh, making a YouTube channel, making, uh, you know, eventually it became a podcast. And it's like, we always like, like, would get started and stuff, right? And then like life would happen and we'd have to like drop it. And like, this first encounter is the furthest we've ever gotten on a project together. Um, so first encounter itself, I'm absolutely stoked about. When we first started, though, and Chris was like, hey, like, let's do a podcast. Let's do uh, let's like have you play Final Fantasy seven. I was like, all right, I guess. Like, I was like, I'm, I'm not 100 percent convinced that this is going to work out the way you want it to. Obviously, I was pleasant, very pleasantly surprised and proven wrong. But um, I was pretty into the idea of playing Final Fantasy seven because it had just been such a huge like thing like i'm a big anime fan i'm a big other video game fan so like i would go to conventions i would you know have been part of like all the other nerd subcultures and stuff and whenever like talk around final fantasy came up i would always just be like well time for me to do something else because i can't contribute to this conversation and i don't have to do that anymore so i'm pretty stoked about that um 
But, but, uh, yeah, you <laughs> know, the, part of it now. Yeah. And, um, you know, the podcast idea I was super on board with the final fantasy seven idea. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. And, uh, I think I was, I was hesitant, uh, about the format. I was hesitant about how, uh, everything would go down. And then, uh, I've, I love it. Like I'm, I'm so, I'm so happy now that I don't think, uh, I think Chris did a delightful job of proving me very, very oh, wrong. Thank you. <laughs> That's wonderful. I love to hear that. Are you, are you in general like? Would you have uh, been playing a video game anyway? I probably would have been playing a video game. I don't know that would have been a two decade <laughs> old video game at the time. <laughs> um, mm, okay. Like around that time, uh, I'm trying to think. I was. I would think that was like the the worst of my Age of Empires uh, addiction. Right, Chris was <laughs> around when we were first kicking oh, this yeah. off. Um, it, it was a problem. Yeah, and that, <laughs> I think I was like 500 hours deep into Age of Empires 2. Oh, wow. And, okay. uh, obviously, that is not... You know, you know, it's funny. I just said that I wouldn't be playing a two-decade-old game, and I t- absolutely remember that Age of Empires 2 is a two-decade-old game. <laughs> I was going to say, was I the didn't think that was a new one. Oh, it was the remaster. <laughs> it was the, it was, yeah, right it was on, the definitive right edition, which is like the remaster. You but play um, the, the Age of Empires 3 with me, even though it's got trains. There's trains, Hanny. I do love trains. Um, but yeah, I, I would have been playing a game and I probably wouldn't have been streaming or recording or doing anything with it. It would have just been for me. <laughs> Which is a normal thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> a very normal thing to do. Where do you where do y'all live? So we live in Vermont. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Actually, where 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 what state are you guys in? Or in a region? <laughs> we are currently in DC. Well, Arlington. Okay. Yeah, I Ben lives here. I'm visiting. Got it. Got yeah, it. so I've been in the area for like five years, and my huge announcement as of last night: fiance and I. Whoa! Oh. <laughs> Congrats! Oh my god, that's the engagement joke from earlier. That's, that's the, the engagement, engagement joke, joke from earlier. <laughs> I feel so included. Oh my goodness! It was less than 24 <laughs> hours ago. How exciting! That's amazing. Congrats! What an exciting thanks, day. Thanks. Yeah, there, there was lots of machinations going on here. Lots of lots of secrecy and duplicity going on. And uh, I was part of a <laughs> trick. That's the best. Yeah, it, w- it was good. It was good. I, in, in the end, so so my fiance's name is Jennifer. Um, and uh, yeah, I think your fiance's name. Whoop whoop. And she, Hi, Jennifer. Uh, <laughs> she'll listen to this at some point. She promises me. <laughs> she my wife, better. my wife has been saying for th- like two years she's gonna listen to this. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it always catches me off guard when I'm like making breakfast and I can hear my partner listening to the Hyrule podcasters. I'm like, I already told you everything that happened, and you were sitting there watching TV on mute while I recorded. I don't understand. <laughs> or like our our mom will, I think mom's like, mom's at like the end of season one. So she'll randomly text me and be like, I got to that spot where you called me out. <laughs> <laughs> no. When I make rap records, I like will shout out, all these people's names and like a year later they'll text me and I'm like, ha, took you that long to listen to my album. <laughs> let's, cool. uh, let's talk about rap records as soon as possible because that's cool. I had no idea that was a thing. I'm a big, uh, I'm a big hip hop fan. Oh, oh no way. Yeah. Well, so we actually, uh, if anybody missed last episode, we just did an episode interviewing Dunce Cap, 
talking about an album drop that just happened last week mm-hmm. called I Love Vigi Games. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And it is Dunce Cap and Vinny Vitty Video. Mm-hmm. And Patrick helped produce a bunch of the tracks under We Are the Karma Kids uh, record label uh, under his producer hat, Lieutenant Headtrip. That's awesome. That is yeah, so, so cool. I've been running a little independent record label since, I mean, 2006. And it's mostly hip hop. We got a couple punk records out on the label, but I am producer, engineer, project manager, and I, I wear a lot of hats. I booked a lot of our shows when that was a thing that you could do. Remember those days? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, it's a nice thing to not have on my plate, but I really miss performing live. And, and that was probably where I made the most money and the most connections was touring. But we decided to do something different than our usual, I mean, what do we even rap about usually? Eating, existing, life, emotions, sex. Uh, It's very heady. It's very heady. Very very cerebral lyricism. Um, But this was just like a really fun video game centric. We sample a bunch of retro games and we only rap about playing... uh, games we it's like almost been a week now since the album came out yesterday was Bandcamp friday we got a lot of people to buy the album and people have been listening i think it's gonna be good there's a first record that ben really loves i think he's listened to one of the tracks like 17 times already oh yeah it's a banger it's a banger for sure i would uh i would love to hear more um so i'm a like like i was saying i'm a big 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 hip-hop boy uh one of the We've, we've talked about it, I think, briefly on our podcast before, but one of the things, the only things I knew about Final Fantasy VII going into it was what had been on Mega Ran's Black Materia album, which I really loved, oh, but I had sick. no no understanding of what that album like really was about because I was like, oh, these are just like really ah. good rhymes. But like <laughs> I've I've recently been re-listening to it now and I'm like, oh, I get this now. Like I actually understand the content of the song and it's like and it makes it so much more like even like even yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Like I, I'd like to say the same thing about our record. Like even if you haven't played the games we're talking about, it's still fun. But once you understand what's going on in Mega Ran's world that he's building on that record you feel even more included and you un- you understand it's so good how did you find out about mega ran uh so years and years and years ago um probably about 13 years ago mm-hmm. um there was a viral video from mc chris who at the time mm-hmm. i didn't know who or what he was right he was just a, a guy right. with a funny <laughs> voice um, yeah, uh, but it Aqua was like a, what's that Aquatine. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like a, it was a clip from Aquatine actually, where he was, mm-hmm. uh, it was the, I want candy song he did yep. uh, for that. And that had like gone, gone pretty viral. And I was like, Oh, this is hilarious. And then like, I started listening to MC Chris, like found Fett's vet, got really into like the star Wars tracks that he had. And then started listening to more of his music and was like, Oh, like, do I like, do I like hip hop now? Like I, I had always been an emo <laughs> yes. kid. I was super into emo and screamo metal music. And then I was like, how did like how did I get here? Like like hip hop was never on my agenda for like music. And then I just like it and it was definitely like nerdcore hip hop that like steered me towards it. Now I listen to just any hip hop that I find enjoyable. But um nice. I, I got in from MC Crisp and then like 
uh, really enjoyed listening to him, kept listening to him, found some other artists uh, that uh, I enjoyed that were like tangentially related to him online, mm-hmm. and then found that he was touring while I was uh, going to be at a convention. Uh, MC Chris was going to not be at the convention, but he was doing a show near the convention. So I ended up uh, going with a couple of my friends from the convention, seeing MC Chris and Megaran and Adam Warrock and mm-hmm. um, MC Lars. I was going to say, was it Lars? Yeah, opened up for him. And those like those those folk became like some of my favorites uh, and yes. just from that show. And uh Megaran played Avalanche at that show, and I was like, oh, this is a, like a really cool like song, but I was like, I don't understand what it's about because of Final Fantasy VII, but mm. I liked his Mega Man music because I was a huge Mega Man fan as a kid, so I was like, oh, and, and then he had a song from Little Nemo Dream Master, and I was like, oh, let's go. Like, like that was a really, like, that was Ooh. a big game for me when I was a kid, and the, so. Yeah, buddy. Just kept listening to more and more music, just kept, you know, found other artists. Uh, eventually, I uh, found who's now my favorite um, uh, hip-hop artist, Schaefer the Dark Lord. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. And I ended up uh, drawing uh, some pictures. Like, I, I, I also was uh, an art student at the time. So I was, like, drawing some fan art of uh, one of Schaefer the Dark Lord's, like, uh, like concept albums, right? Just, like, some, like, a weird, like, uh, kind of abstract uh, picture from it. And I was like, I'm going to put this on Instagram and tag him in it. And he responded to me and was like, yo, this is amazing. Like, will you send this to me? Yes. And I was like, yeah, I'll send you a copy of it. And then um, a couple years later, a friend of mine moved to uh, New York City and got involved in like burlesque and like burlesque dancing. Sick. And uh, Schaefer is, uh, is is in that world as well. Oh, yeah. And for sure. and uh, she became friends with him. And I was like, yo, next time you're hanging out with him, like ask him if he remembers this picture. And I send it to, to her. And she was like, yes, he does remember you. And then the next time I saw him, I had him sign the picture and we just talked like forever Word. about like our mutual friend. So and stuff. And awesome. so, That's great. Yeah. yeah it was, it's those really are really cool. good guys. I, you know, I played a show with Schaefer, MC Lars and Weedus. Oh yeah. Brooklyn. Weedus is great. Yeah, I, I had no idea. It was the most bizarre thing. Dunce and I just had a relationship with this uh, with this venue, Gold Sounds, and they hit us up. Hey, do you want to open for this thing? And we showed up and we rapped. And I was in the green room beforehand, and there's this guy making fun of this greasy quesadilla that he was eating. And it turns out that was the lead singer of Weedus. They were just like kicking it backstage, so chill. I worked the merch table the whole time because I was a little under the weather. And MC Lars was like, thanks for selling a bunch of my shirts. You want one for free? And I was like, yeah. So I got this awesome, like, Melty Mole Man shirt from Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. From Simpsons, yeah. Shirt. Yeah. I, I know yeah. the exact shirt, yeah. It's awesome. It's one of my favorites. I, like, wash it inside out. And I got I got a little bit of campfire residue on it a, a few months ago. And I, I, like, lost my mind. I was like, I got it. How do I get it out? <laughs> um, but Mega Rand's on I Love Vigi Games. Um, he's one of our, you know, he's in our like strange niche underground hip hop circle. He lent a beat as random beats, which is one of the best songs on the album. And he has a verse on one of the songs and he was so excited to be a part of it. He's such a sweet guy. He's like the nicest person. And yeah, like from what I can tell, like I've, you know, only had like fan interactions, like at, uh, you Mm -hmm. know, shows and stuff, but like just so sweet and like, just seems like, like gives really great hugs and was just like super like genuine too. Like, it was just like, 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 like when he's like, Oh, thanks for coming. You know, like 
I know, like, you know, a lot of times when people, it's just like kind of like, you know, automaton response, right? Like, yeah, when you're yeah, for sure. It did not feel like that from him. It was like, no, I genuinely believe that, like, I like that he appreciated that I came to see Certainly. him at that, like, venue. And it was very, that's a very, like, like that's st- that stuck with me as a fan. I was like, wow, like yeah. I feel like you care. That's awesome. You can tell. You can tell he cares. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. Um, Chris. Uh, speaking of rap, um, we have a goal. I think uh, on Patreon, and I don't remember what it is, <laughs> or what what the what the level is. But our our Patreon. One of our Patreon goals is if if we meet it, Hanny and Chris will write a rap and then Hanny will uh perform in the rap so maybe we can uh, collaborate <laughs> yes. with with ben and yeah. patrick on i'll uh, make you i'll that. make you a beat for that for sure i love that yeah That's pick amazing. a you know I pick a it. video oh, game yeah pick, you can pick a video game and i'll sample it or something that would be a lot of fun let's go i'm so stoked chris do you know do you remember <laughs> what tier that is or what what the goal is for that uh i mean we can make it whatever <laughs> Chris, is, Chris is like, well, now that I now that it seems feasible, I'm gonna scale it way down. So. <laughs> no, I mean we just um, pulled out all of our goals because we're only presenting a couple at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah, because yeah, you all actually you uh, all once. just hit I think your first Patreon goal, right? Uh, two. Three. Oh, okay. So congratulations! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so Yay. much. Yeah. So cue uh, audience noise. Woo! <laughs> Yeah, so I've been, I've been, I guess I watched the, your Quest sixty four playthrough. So that must have been, <laughs> that's the, that's the second. Is that so? That, that'd be the second one. Is that right? Yeah, uh, that's the second three? goal. Oh, okay. Uh, we're on three now. Oh, I just voted on that. That's okay. I just yeah. voted on that one. I think. That. Yeah, the third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cool, did cool, your cool. pixel art? Uh, just someone on Fiverr. So. Oh, oh, that's the third. Oh my God, they're you guys are killing it over on Patreon. Wow, <laughs> look at you go. Thank you, and also thank you so much for the support. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Well, Pat and I kind of talked about it. And we pretty much just said like, yo, that's just, you know, if as we get more people subscribed to us, we just turn those we just turn those memberships around and just keep subscribing yeah, to other community. people. Yeah, because yeah. like, you know, for us, I mean, you know, and kind of maybe pivoting a bit more to maybe more of like the businessy side of all of this, you know, when when I approached Patrick about, you know, this idea, you know, I said at a minimum like let's do something that we will have fun doing, mm-hmm. right? And playing video games with each other and talking about them, we have a blast doing that. So at a minimum, like we're meeting kind of that like base level. Um, so your base, your base level was it has to be fun. Yeah, it has to be fun. Right? That's really funny. That was Chris and I's as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's and we're like good. you can yeah. tell. And if it if it stops being fun, then then you know why do then we evaluate. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right. Yeah, and um. You know, but we have certainly talked about, you know, if we can get to the point where, you know, we can make a living doing this, like we would also take that. Like we would be yeah. fine in that situation as well. Um, and it's funny, Ben pitched this idea to me and every time he's like, so I have an idea. It's going to be more work for you. <laughs> are you are you OK doing this? And I'm like, you know, I've been running a record label that makes enough money to press CDs and shoot videos and stuff but it's not like i'm living off of it and i've been doing this for years um but ben is actually a little bit more business-minded than i am and it's nice to have somebody who is willing to draw the line at is this still fun and also kind of move forward with ideas that could possibly get us more viewers in uh in a fun way right i think you guys are off to a great like a great start so 
um, when when Chris and I were heading into the the way we found you was like we were heading into season two and we're like, well, we you know we we made friends with other Final Fantasy podcasts for season one to like you know grow our community. Now we got to start finding uh, you know Zelda podcasts, right? Yeah. And yours was the first one I, I listened to, and I was like, yes. "Oh, like this is great!" And I was I meant to like only listen to like five minutes of each one, and then like you know like start like <laughs> narrowing it down a little bit from there. Ended up listening to like three episodes in a row. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, crap! Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I, I I'm glad the first couple episodes still hold up. I think they do. I've re-listened to them. I think they. Oh, yeah. It's good. I will the, never. I will never. You have to pay me to listen to those early. <laughs> the first episode of your show was what really hooked me because the way you and the way both of you were talking with each other about your childhood and about your experience playing games mm. together and then like how like how that transcended up was just like it resonated so hard with like why Chris and I got started but also with like me and my like brothers and my mom growing up too like how we played video games together as a family and it was just like I was like this this is literally like this is perfect like this is ultimate cozy for me right now <laughs> are we talking to ourselves yeah this, yeah basically it's kind of bizarre yeah. I keep like, like especially when y'all were going off about the the hip-hop stuff I'm just like I keep side-eyeing Patrick as he's like, is your name? You're like, I'm just like, this. You know, if you would have moved to New York City, that would have been like, okay, you are the same person. Then that would have <laughs> that's the one thing that's missing. You would have moved to New York City. You would have fallen in with the same crew, and you guys would probably be doing a podcast together. That would have been what would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, so, I had sorry, a couple. <laughs> I had a couple friends that tried to do a podcast in my home studio, but I refused to stop the party for anything. So. You can, like, get a rapper into the closet and have him record, you know, a verse. But sitting down and recording a podcast in my studio proved to be... My, my buddy Premrock was trying to record a podcast at my spot. And I was like, okay, we'll put up this, like, screen. You know, the kind that you, like, yeah, get, yeah, like get changed behind and your silhouette <laughs> shows, you know. And you can keep it PG-13. And I was like, this will be fine. And he, like, recorded it and was like, dude, it sounds like everybody's just hanging out next to me. And I'm like, yep. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's like yeah. Didn't you want that authentic sound? I don't know what yeah. you want. <laughs> you can like rent out the studio. It's but like we're this still is a storia. Be... What do you expect? <laughs> what like, do you this expect? is how it goes. Whereas like now we are sitting in a small room. There is uh sound treatment boards everywhere. The windows are closed, the blinds are closed, the curtains are closed. We're talking in like these beautiful microphones, like it's mm -hmm. just an entirely different one uh, well, is taking it more seriously. It's taking it more yeah. seriously, right? And I mean, that's one of the you know like things when I talk to Patrick, I'm like, so it can be fun, but it doesn't. That doesn't mean it can't like it can both be fun and serious. Like yeah. we can take we can make this it like can be fun and quality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. Pat was real big on the like audio quality above because the only thing that we have is you're just. Our, our audience only listens mm -hmm. like they can't see me. They're not interacting with me. They're not chatting with me yeah. and making sh that, that was his big thing. And and I'm not things, rhyming. Right. And that's one of the things that I noticed about your podcast as well, that your audio quality and the work you do, because um, if anyone hasn't listened to first encounters, there's the bit different where they are coming back in after playing and laying on top commentary about what's happening uh, which is a lot like how um, the no one can know about this podcast is structured. It's a really 
uh, labor intensive is is my take yeah, on what you all are like doing. It. But the audio quality is terrific. The the cuts in between uh, historical play and current commentary flows really nicely. So, what is your? You don't have to give us like the insider secrets, but you know who does the the editing? Who's in charge of producing? How well, do you all break that down? I think it's uh, time for me to step forward and say it's all Chris. Chris, <laughs> <laughs> Chris, Chris does so. Chris does ninety five to ninety nine percent of everything for the podcast. I just want everyone to be aware and understand that. Like <laughs> noted, I I show up and talk. Uh, Chris Chris is really the 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 machine behind the the first encounter steam engine uh if you will and uh i uh, i will let chris talk to you uh to specifics because editing is terrifying to me <laughs> i mean if i'm the machine does that make you the the oil annie or i thought i thought i was the caboose <laughs> no, no only your oil can keep this train moving annie mm. <laughs> i think that's a compliment yeah I think yes. I'm trying to think how far I can go into inappropriate, and then I was like, "Eh, it's not our show, not today." (laughs) (laughs) Um, Speaking of which, Kenny, there was something you wanted me to remind you of before we started, and I did not actually remember to do it, did we? (laughs) No, no, we didn't. (laughs) So we've done a couple of these uh, of these guests episodes now, and every time I have forgotten to ask, "Is this explicit or not?" (laughs) It's not, but we'll just bleep you out. Yeah, I actually. I enjoy um, bleeping out using Zelda sound effects. Mm-hmm. That's what Chris does with the FF stuff too. Like we don't bleep a lot, only when it's really funny. Like because we 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 radar it as explicit anyway, <laughs> right, so right. we don't have to bleep anything out. But like sometimes it just makes it funnier to hear a chocobo work instead of you know just like an yeah. F bomb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, awesome. For sure. For sure. You do the exact same thing. That's <laughs> that's that's what we did on the video games album too. It's my first non explicit release, and mm-hmm. I just. Put Earthworm Jim, et cetera, sound effects over the curse Oh, that's words. awesome. Yeah, we, prob- we primarily went that route because all of the, the Zelda games, especially more than maybe even like some of the Final Fantasy games, just in terms of like themes and things like that, like, like there are some of the games that are rated like E for everyone. Yeah. And our kind of take was like, well, if anyone can play the games, we would really anyone like anyone. Anyone should be able to listen. Yeah. You know, and it's not like these are, you know, we don't talk about like engaging interesting things but it's just kind of like oh we just won't do the explicit piece of it which for me is very normal i mean i i might swear like one time every six months <laughs> i think for Pat, Although, it's interestingly been a ben has sworn more on the podcast you it's use you. the s word Oh yeah, you're I, always like, oh, naughty. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm a foul mouth mother. I can't stop <laughs> cursing. Yeah, for sure. I, for sure. It's absurd. I <laughs> man, living in New York for all those years, I'd come home for Thanksgiving like, mom, the turkey's great. I just couldn't turn it off. I'm, it's a little different now. Well, it's definitely. I think I am code switching when I am hanging out with you for sure. Yeah. In terms of like the my persona. You yeah. know, and, and I mean, we all do that, right? Mm. You know, I probably bring you up. You probably bring me down Absolutely, type yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so. Chris, what program yep. do you use to edit? Uh, Audition. Uh, it's the first one that I started using. Um, I'm just stealing Hanny's copy mm-hmm. of it. So Sure, sure, sure are. <laughs> yeah, That's amazing. great. Uh, he, he teaches, so he gets a discount. <laughs> That's the thing to do. You're like, uh, I brought the login. And you bring the hard work. <laughs> yeah, based, yeah, you're not you're not wrong. <laughs> and Chris, what's your background in audio engineering and editing? Uh, self-taught. 
Uh, the first encounter podcast. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice, wow. nice. All right, um, it's a good place to get started. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I started using Audition because it's what Hanny had. I uh, started learning it specifically to produce the show, and um, at this point, it's all I know. I don't know how to use anything else. Cool. So. Uh, you know, I'm sure in a pinch you could figure them out. All these dolls are pretty much the same. Yeah. On on a basic level. Yeah, yeah. One of the things I find the most fascinating about our like editing too is just like how much you can listen to the first couple episodes and the later episodes and hear Chris's actual improvement as like a audio engineer, <laughs> I guess <laughs> if you will. But it's I was definitely figuring it out. Yeah, it's yeah. just really impressive though, like to go back and like hear like, you know, the original cut of episode one and be like, Oof. wow, that's a rough hard cut. And then like go to like now and be like I know for a fact because I I was there that we recorded these on like the like this like two minute span right of doing something could have been like like especially now that we have like an ad read that we have to that we uh, that we do mm-hmm. at the beginning of every episode right so like that that has to be takes because sometimes we mess it up sometimes you know sure. we we do stuff and like I'm like huh this is like six takes that Chris has just like melded together and I would never know wow. like this sounds perfect like awesome. And I'm not an audio person either. Like, I don't, like, have an engineer background in in audio or or, Mm -hmm. uh, recording or editing or anything like that. But, like, so, like, I don't know that, like, my ear is really, like, you know, the the be-all, end-all. But to me, like, as an average, like, podcast listener, like, perfect. Like, this sounds great. (laughs) Sounds to me like you're an above-average podcast (laughs) listener. Don't sell yourself. I listen to a lot of podcasts. (laughs) You know, being the audience is sometimes all you need. (laughs) Speaking of ad reads, we're going to take an ad break real quick. Yeah, who just just showed up here in the Discord stage? Because Beetle is in the Discord. What are you doing here, Beetle? And Beetle has something to sell us. All right. Thanks so much for that, Beetle. What a great product. Can't wait to go home and <laughs> use this. <laughs> nice. Beetle's always so helpful. Wow. He's the best. He's the love best. Beetle. Cool guy. <laughs> Amazing. Will you well, be my love, Beetle? Are, are you asking me? Because yes. <laughs> All right. Let's get it. Hey. Let's go. Be right oh, there, Chris. Sorry. Got this a, is a... We got another person in the audience. So uh, Simon's been here. He's uh, he's on the road listening to us. Simon. But I think we got someone from uh, from your uh, from your neck of the woods. Indeed, Caladria, welcome. Caladria, how you doing? <laughs> what were you uh, about to say? I was going to ask. Uh, I wanted to to get you guys's uh, take a little bit on how podcasting has or has not been affected for you personally by the pandemic. Because I know. Mm. Well, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure you guys started during the pandemic, and Chris and I started uh, about three months before uh, the first case hit the U.S. Oh, interesting. Wow. Oh, that's a much different. Yeah. Yeah. So and there's we... definitely some some differences in in how that <laughs> rolled out. So I'm I'm wow. super curious to hear about your uh you know uh, Ben and Patrick your experiences, and then uh you know we can we can talk about what that was like for us as well. Ben, you can take this uh, first. Yeah. Yeah. So. So this started, so, I mean, we started in January of 2021 is when we, when we really kind of like started to make moves. And so I called Patrick, I think in the middle of a run in fall of 2020 mm-hmm. and said like, Hey, uh, and I'll say like, um, I will shout out as I always have the, uh, no one can know about this, uh, podcast. Cause I was, I'd listened to them for years and I was on a run and I was like, well, 
I can do this essentially. Like I, there's no re- like this doesn't see like this seems very difficult, but it seems like something I can have a lot of fun doing. And so I called Patrick and said, "Hey, what if we did this idea where you and I do a podcast together and we talk about playing through Zelda games?" And at that point, especially like during the pandemic, I was really looking for an outlet for creative energy, and this seemed like a place where I could both do something that I'm really comfortable with, video games, have fun playing video games with Patrick. Uh, and, uh, I'd also just started an MBA and I was like, Oh, well maybe this could like turn into something. And so it was a, it was a confluence of a lot of, of those factors that really kind of got that going. And then, then like you said, I mean, we have only been doing it during the pandemic. So that is certainly our, our biggest thing is that we almost never record together. And so we have had some technical hurdles that we've been trying to figure out exactly how to manage. Uh, The biggest thing is trying to get, I'm like, if we're doing this, it has to sound great. So I want the video game audio separately so that I can mix each of our voices and the video game audio into one thing, but starting from three separate parts. And that's definitely been the biggest struggle because on a Mac, it's very difficult to build an internal microphone. Um, it's but, just like one of those things I had no idea without, you know, my, like, my Mac oh. refuses to even recognize external microphones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we just have to go through so many hoops and Ben, thankfully Ben's willing to figure that stuff out, but the pandemic affecting our podcast is kind of the opposite. It's how did vaccinations affect our podcast? We got jabbed up and we're able to sit next to each other and record. Now. Right. That's been the biggest thing I've gone back to Pat was living in Ohio for a while. I was able to go back to Ohio and we were able to do a bunch of recordings together. He came here. We were able to do a bunch of recordings together. I mean, I'm he's here right now. He's here right now. We're going to yeah. do a bunch of like like uh, work together. So that's that's really it because for the most part, uh, if we're not together, Patrick can't play just because of lit technology limits. Because of the right. because of the recording the audio and because of passing save states back and forth. Yeah, just all that all that kind of jazz. So, so yeah, so yeah, getting jabbed has allowed us to do more in-person work together, which is great. It's a it's it's much more fun doing it in person than on some random Tuesday night when I've been on Zoom calls all day and Patrick's exhausted right. from working. <laughs> and it's like, "Great, so we're going to get on for an hour and a half and you just got to bring energy." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eat a piece of chocolate, drink some green tea. This <laughs> is like all right, here we go. <laughs> you know, let's do this. So flipping it back to you two, what what was it like making that transition then? Yeah. Uh, Chris, do you want to take it or do you want me to speak to it? Uh, why don't you speak to it? Because uh, you're who you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Chris and I had really good momentum going into this. He He managed to get me excited about it. We managed to like record our first couple of episodes and they sounded... At the time, they sounded good to us. Now, if I listen to them, I'm just like, what trash is this? But, um, <laughs> but you know, like it's, it's, luckily, we never really changed our personalities at all. So, like, that, there's still, like, the content. It's fun. Just the quality is is not as as good as I think it is now. But um, Sure. So, we had started in December of 2019 uh, talking about things and recording. And then our whole entire goal was to launch our podcast simultaneously with remake launching. So that was uh, oh, March smart. 1st, 2020, Chris, was that right? 
Uh, yeah, early March. Uh, might have been. I think some. Yeah, beginning of March, March third, maybe. But um, you know, like first week of March, we were like, okay, so like we have four months to figure this out. So we're gonna, you know, start playing the game. We're gonna start figuring out recording. You know, give us plenty of time to edit. And we had good steam going into it. And I think we got up through maybe four episodes, maybe three. Uh, it's been been a while before. Um, been a while. You know, got the first. <laughs> it was. Uh, uh, it was actually. Kind of What's that? Uh, I was just going to say it's episode five we got to. I know because we oh, just right. did the director commentary. Five, that's right, yeah. Wow. Um, and so we got to episode five, and then by March, uh, obviously, you know, we, we had had our first cases. I had traveled in February. Um, I will never forget this. This was one of the most wild experiences of my life. I was uh, traveling for work. I was in Savannah, Georgia at the time. And came back. It was the last weekend in February. And I was trying to come back and my plane got delayed. And I had to spend the night at a hotel in New York and get a flight the next morning. And I was taking a uh a like hotel shuttle to the to my flight. And mm-hmm. uh the the driver had the radio on and the radio was like uh the first like uh case of coronavirus has been found in like the state of New York and <laughs> it is in New York City <laughs> and i was like oh thank god man i'm not there you know cuz like kind of like that selfish thought of like oh like thank god it's not me or it can't affect me and then i looked out the window and i just see like new york city all around me and i was like ah <laughs> oh, that's wait, I right am here. <laughs> it was yeah it was a very like very selfish and very sobering moment and then basically came back and, and chris and i just had a talk and we we're like well do we do we do this remotely and chris was emphatically like no we can't. like the entire point of us doing this is to be together in the same room so we ended up taking uh a couple months off um you know we released episodes up through i think march or you know because we had already had them recorded right so we we had you know started releasing our episodes in, in march released up through i think may or june and at that time you know chris and i didn't see each other for several months and then kind of learned a little bit more started doing you know masking social distancing and limiting you know who we're seeing uh i was working from home already and uh you know I, chris had uh i think been limited in his interactions and we we're like okay like let's 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 try to just like you know do stuff uh like as safely as possible and kind of started getting back into it and we were able to do it and you know continually do it until the vaccines came out but it, it wasn't ever a fully comfortable thing right yeah like it was not not comfortable at all and it was very like like uh you know i i I wish i could feel better about this kind of thing and ended up ended up uh you know literally asap uh chris chris got vaccinated a week before me uh his birthday is a little luckier than mine where it falls and the way they did the rollout here was um by by like uh like age by by week. So Chris had wow. Chris had had turned thirty already in February. Sorry, Chris, for outing you. Uh, and <laughs> I was uh, not turning twenty nine until or I, I was twenty nine, not turning thirty until uh, the end of June. And the cutoff for the vaccine was age thirty, and then everyone else under age thirty at the time. And I was like, oh, cool. So I get lumped in with the everyone else. So I had to wait a little while longer. But as soon as we got vaccinated, we felt so much better about like just being in, you know, in person and being together. And I, I'm, I'm obviously super stoked. We, we got vaccinated as well. And um, yeah. And you know, it's, it was, 
it was hard trying to figure stuff out. You know, we would want to do bigger things, right? Like go to conventions or like try to tell people like, you know, about the show, but like we weren't going anywhere. Like right. I, I was, I was not leaving my house like at all. And I don't think Chris really was either. Yeah. And so like, it was like, well, we're not going to go to a convention in the year 2020. That's for sure. And then, you know, that became yeah. or 2021, it seems like at this point. And so, you know, uh, there's there's still stuff that we want to do that we haven't been able to do, um, but I think we've adapted pretty well. Chris, do you have a, a, other thoughts or additional um, ideas? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think you summed it up pretty well. Um, I did want to ask you two, though, because I know there's a lot of plans that Hanny and I have uh, when it's safe again. Uh, I'm excited about conventions in particular, mm. but I was wondering if there's any um, plans for uh, Hyrule podcasters post-pandemic. Once everything's behind us, hopefully. <laughs> Fingers crossed, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I would love to eventually attend conventions and meet all of our new audio-only Let's Play podcasters in real life. I think Troidal is in Oregon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And right. I look forward to either getting to Troidal or getting Troidal into my studio and doing some stuff together. Um Beyond that, I haven't even thought of the world outside of speaking into a microphone sometimes in the same room as one other person. <laughs> right. <laughs> but now that you mention it, I'm like, oh, snap. I actually have – I got all this Mega Man stuff. I could wear my Mega Man helmet and my arm. I guess we're the Hyrule podcasters. That's all right. Not the Mega Man podcasters. <laughs> Can't believe this is the day that you and I get to start our Mega Man podcast. <laughs> yes. well, I asked. Is there any Mega Man audio-only Let's Play out there? And somebody in our Discord community said, that's impossible. And I took that as a challenge. That sounds like a legitimate challenge because that has one of the best storylines. Yeah. Mega Man 3? Come on. All right. Come anyway, on. We're I mean, getting uh, way off topic all here. All you but, have yeah. to do is be good enough at the game that it's not like, died again, died again, died again. Right, right. And I have played those games hundreds maybe thousands of times so i'm just saying i mean watch out so i mean what i would say you know our our kind of division of labor right is we both play we both comment and then patrick handles all the audio production and then on my plate is a lot of like the operational like business side of it and trying to you know figure out the best like moves and how to you know kind of position ourselves Right. And Ben recently came to me with a business move. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get there in just one sec. I mean, I would say long term plans. I would love to get, you know, everybody. I mean, the I think the big plan would be to try and make pitches to essentially the folks that are in this sphere and say, hey, why don't we put together a cooperative? And run it like a cooperative and really try and build our community that way. Because I think there are a lot of learnings that are happening independently that would only benefit the entire community if a lot of those things were shared. And I think that there is a, I think there was an opening for something like that. And so I had actually pitched uh, a while back in the audio only let's play discord, which there'll be links to in the show notes. Um, about doing a digital festival for all of us 
Uh, and I'm hoping that that's something to, that I can put together this winter just as like, uh, Hey, let's like have fun. Let's raise some money for, you know, some awesome causes and, uh, and, uh, get some people excited. Uh, because I really, I've really enjoyed just being part of the community, uh, helping it grow and just learning so much from it that I, I think there's, there's something there. It's just a matter of like, are there the, the resources to kind of like make all that happen? That'd be awesome. Yeah. That's a, that's. Yeah, that sounds really, really cool. cool. <laughs> Come um, together right now over audio only let's play podcasts. What's uh if you're if you're interested in uh having your old friends first encounter on in involved in that digital festival, uh a hundred most certainly a hundred percent. Um uh, yeah, yeah. I I'd love that. Uh also, uh Patrick, our Mega Man podcast is gonna be called twenty XX. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> Brilliant. Wow. <laughs> All right. Bye, Ben and Chris. <laughs> ben has said many times that his biggest fear is that I, now that I am a podcaster, will start another podcast that will be insanely successful and have to drop. As long as I can podcast. be the businessman. I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm just as trying to run the business. The business just trying to run the business. It was um, So. So as we kind of get to uh, the end today, I think uh, kind of what I wanted to close with was if you all could tell us a little bit about your season two. Uh, I know that uh, you're playing Majora's Mask, but maybe just a little bit more about the decision to play that. And uh, yeah, kind of what's uh, what's happened. I'm pretty sure I have episode three in my queue to listen to at some point this weekend. Heck yeah. Awesome. Yeah, uh, we can absolutely talk about that. And then uh, before we we head out, I'd love to hear about I know you guys are on a small break right now about what uh, what's coming up for us. I'm I'm really excited to uh, get, get some more good good Hyrule <laughs> podcasters in my life. But uh, yeah, so I can talk about the decision to play um, Majora's Mask, and then I would love to hear uh, from Chris about how his journey is going so far, <laughs> uh, both in the game and then as like the person being in the hot seat, as we call it, smoothly, um, very smoothly. The decision. <laughs> To me, the decision was based around making sure that Chris had the same level of emotional connection to a game that he gave me with Final Fantasy VII. So mm. when he gave me Final Fantasy VII, he gave me a fully formed, amazing world to lose myself in, and I was able to fall in love. And I wanted to pay him back for it, uh, you know, both in a in a... Here, here's a gift, my good friend, for what you've shared with me, and also f you because of everything you put me through. Here's this, <laughs> but um, uh, you know, Final Fantasy VII being Chris's favorite game, my first thought was, well, let's play my favorite game. But unfortunately, my favorite game is Chrono Cross, which Chris has played, so it wouldn't. Uh. We we wanted to stick with the format, you know, the idea of like being able to, um, not. You know, to to play through it for the first time, right? And and be really like into the the learning process on Mike. So that discounted Chrono Cross. And we had a couple of other ideas. Um, Chris, do you care if I throw them out or do you want to keep them for us? No, go for it. Um, so some of the other ideas uh we had were some of my other favorite games uh growing up that Chris never had any interaction with. Majora's Mask was a huge one for me. Um Luigi's Mansion is actually another huge one for me. The first Ooh. Luigi's Mansion game is in my top three games of all time. Yeah. I love that game. Oh my goodness. 
and that still might come up at some point. I don't know if it'll be a story driven, you know, like AOLP uh, season for us or if it'll be, you know, something something different. But I need Chris to play Luigi's Mansion regardless. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get um, it done. Because that game is incredible. Chris, then, I've never you know, played Luigi's Mansion. You and me, audio only, let's play Luigi's Mansion, and we kick these guys out. Wow. That's oh, no! It. That's how you do it. <laughs> now I know yeah. how it feels. <laughs> I'm ready. Main rival to 20XX pod. Um, but, um, yeah, so so that, the, you know, there was there was some other ideas in there, too. So there was uh, Halo, right? Because Halo has a really rich storyline. Oh, Chris isn't sure. an FPS person, and... Uh, that's has no idea that there's even a storyline to Halo. Uh, <laughs> As a lot of to, people, a lot to, of people to a degree, know. you know, like yeah. knowing that there is a storyline versus like knowing, you know, like that there is a story mode versus like actually knowing like how deep and rich the story is. Yeah, is most saying, of the people's storyline for Halo is. You know, I used to have to carry my TV over to my friend's house. And, yeah, and plug, plug my 360 in, yeah. in and right, right, right. hope it doesn't red ring. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Precisely. Halo is actually our mom's favorite franchise. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We play she's she's beaten all the games. Mother. So, yeah, if, yeah if you want to involve our mom in your uh, yeah, <laughs> Halo yeah. season. Yeah, let her know. She'll, she'll I'm sign down. Let's that. go. She'll sign Chris right and I are... That. Big mom people. So. <laughs> you know, kind of a big mom guy. No big deal. Yeah, you know, moms, I'm a, I'm moms a are the giant, best. I'm a giant mama's boy. And Chris's mom is our producer. So, yes. <laughs> Oh, you guys have a producer. Wow. Yeah, we have our producer, our producer level patron. Wow. <laughs> Chris, Chris's mom is very, Shout very kind. Chris's mom. Thanks, mom. Um, but uh, yeah, so... Um, th- some of the other games, you know, like so, Chrono Cross was the first one that came up. Then we thought about Luigi's Mansion, then Halo, then Skies of Arcadia was another game I loved for the Dreamcast, which is you know longer and probably more closer to like FF Seven as like a JRPG style kind of game. Right, but right, right. In the end, I got really excited about Zelda and about Majora's Mask, and it, it that's really what it ended up being was you know Chris and I just kind of like talking through each of the options and everything's still on the table. Like, I don't think we've discounted anything really, but Majora's Mask just seemed like the next step to take. And the 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 hardest part for that is that it's a really big departure from Final Fantasy. So mm. it's a pretty big ask of our of our fan base to stick with us. But, mm. you know, as we have some of our, our fans currently in the audience listening, you know, it, it seems like people... People like us enough to not care what the game we're necessarily playing is or to to give anything where we're going to do a shot. So that's been really exciting to see people stick with us and, and keep keep through, uh, even though, you know, this is a pretty major franchise shift. For yes. us. And it would have been interesting if you all would have picked like like if you would have picked and chosen something much more obscure or I mean, you are at least in like a mainline like video game franchise, right. which is helpful. Like, like yeah. there was one game you just said on the Dreamcast that I I've never heard of that game. Whatever you just said. No one no one ever has heard of Skies of Arcadia. There except you go. Me. Yeah, and that's one of the ones like <laughs> that's sure. not true, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know where it's like, oh right, Zelda. People are like I I know what Zelda is. Yeah, you know? yeah. Zelda's the guy with the green hat. <laughs> right. right. Oh, the green hat. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's that's Tingle. You're thinking of. That's oh, a, that's, right. uh, that's, that's Tingle. Right. That's right. That's a taste of our interview with Dunscap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As Chris would say, the titular character, Tingle. <laughs> I do. That's <laughs> true. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of the where the decision to uh, to go into Zelda and into Majora's Mask came from was just basically it was me being like, I want to give Chris back some emotional connection to a game that I have a deep emotional connection to, especially from my childhood. And Majora's Mask just fit the bill. And Great. 
from it's there, Chris, I'd love to hear about how not only about how how the game is going, but also like how does it feel to be the person playing it? I mean, you you're getting added a lot more in the uh, Discord uh, for your <laughs> for your shenanigans on mic and things like that. So you know, it's it's uh, kind of a different uh, different side of things for you, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's a little weird, a little different. Um, but I mean, the game's amazing and loving the game, uh, really just crushing it. No problems at all. Mm. <laughs> uh, just pro gaming it up. Is that a beetle noise? <laughs> yeah, that, that was, that was me being beetly angry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's an amazing game. Uh, I'm having a great time, uh, exploring clock town for the first time, meeting, meeting all the characters and learning their backstory. Um, one thing that's kind of interesting, at least editing-wise, um, compared to Seven, is each recording so far has ended up being two episodes, whereas in Seven, each recording is one episode. Because Hanny is not as good at timing as Chris, apparently. <laughs> uh, I mean, I wouldn't say... <laughs> yes, and. No, I mean, it's a completely different game, right? Yeah. Like, in Final Fantasy Seven, it's, you know, you have a much more straightforward path to take, whereas in Majora's Mask... Uh, like the story beats are so much harder to plan mm. out because I could do anything. Sure. Chris sure. really likes hide and go seek with the bombers mm. plays it every chance he can. Yeah. They're, uh, they're great. <laughs> Real good. <laughs> I remember in your first episode, I think one of you commented almost have been Haney, just like, you're going to love the bombers. And I was like, you're going to hate the mm. bombers. <laughs> he hated the bombers so much. <laughs> they're no good. <laughs> they're bad. No, it's real fun for me. They're, little, they're stinkers. They're little stinkers. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's really exciting to have a game that's so open and focused on like discovery. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. It's a great feeling. Yeah, and I feel like I'm missing that uh, quite a bit these days. I don't feel like modern games. Uh, they feel a lot more uh, linear, at mm. least in design. Uh, it feels like the developers have a certain way they expect you to approach the game or right way to be. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Sure. Yeah. And Majora's Mask has its story and it's uh, got the bomber's journal for you to track the quests if you're just trying to hit those. But the most enjoyable part of the game, at least for me, is like just discovering how people are connected to each other or like what weird random events are going to trigger based on yeah. nothing that you're doing. That's a but, great feeling. I, yeah. I, you know, I long to play a game that feels like that. Yeah. It's super good. I'm having a great time with it. Uh, I can tell it's going to be a game I'll be playing for the rest of my life. So wonderful. Well, that's great. That sounds like a great season. Yeah. Speaking of seasons though, What's going on? So, Tell me. I, I, I can't, I can't uh, hold out anymore. Tell me about Hyrule Podcasters. What's ben, next? Uh, all right. We started our podcast with the plan to go in release date order Correct. of the games. Correct. Um, Primarily because I did a bunch of research and there were a lot of people that were doing it in chronological order of right. like the Zelda timeline. And I was like, well, let's, let's not do that because that is that, that even though they're not audio only let's plays, that is being... That's the market is being served that product already. Also, right. knocking out the Legend of Zelda for the Nintendo Entertainment System is is a quick run, and to start there with a game that Ben's super familiar with and that I'm pretty familiar with was a great starting point. Um, 
Right, like, I mean, I can sit down and beat that game in an hour, like, if I want to. Yeah, so. and then we had to play Adventure of Link. Which is amazing. <laughs> which, is, uh, which is the it's an amazing game. It's so much I'm fun. halfway through the season right now. Oh, my God. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> if only you could hear what, what went into that season. We will let the world know one day. So then the next one, obviously, um, which we just finished up, A Link to the Past. Well, what comes after that is Link's Awakening. Which is Patrick's favorite game. Yeah, I mean... Period. Yeah, I mean... Like, I, he's a Mega Man boy. Favorite game, though. I Ben's, you know, stretching it a little bit. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> I love Dreams, and I love that game. But we decided to maybe skip um, the Game Boy version and go to the... Game Boy Color version. Link's Adventure DX. Which technically came out after Ocarina. <laughs> anyway, I show up in DC and Ben comes downstairs and is like, I have an idea. <laughs> oh, no. So the we had just recorded our reactions to Nintendo's announcements. Um, uh, September Nintendo Direct. And right. he was like, hey, everybody's going to be playing Ocarina. And... I would love to play Ocarina at the same time as so many other people. Um, what do you think about, A, playing it and doing a double season at the same time as Link's Awakening? B, s- s- hurrying through Link's Awakening. And doing like a and- Netflix binge drop. Hey, here's a six-episode <laughs> season right, right now. now. Here's everything just in your podcast feed. Or just swapping the seasons and doing Ocarina right now and then taking our time with Link's Awakening later. And we have officially decided to play Ocarina of Time. Ooh, (laughs) I'm so excited. And just go straight into that 3D adventure. We actually already have one episode in the can. We do. Yeah, we've already recorded an episode. Yeah. And it's... I mean, I love Link's Awakening so much, but, you know, it's always going to be there. And I do think that, like, Ben is the more business-minded. And and to be able to grab some of those listeners that are revisiting Ocarina is a really good idea. We're not just doing this for us at this point. We want to expand our audience. We want to be a part of the zeitgeist. So we're going for it. Nice. That's exciting. I mean, it's also an incredible game. So <laughs> It is a yeah. really incredible game. And I have never beaten Ooh. it. Uh, I've played it so many times, but I just never get all the way through. So it's really a great opportunity for me to start the fall with a big goal. And I... Again, Link's Awakening will be there. I'll beat it probably three more times before we start the season. Um, Because that's just what I do. I can play that game at the very end of the night after everybody goes to sleep. Have you played the Switch version? I have. We both have, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, uh, that was the first game I beat to completion in uh, like five or six years uh, wow. a couple of years ago when it that's came out. That's a great one to do. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people like Simon, our, one of our patrons. What up, Simon? Oh, he just left. Patrons, he just <laughs> oh, no. left the chat. Um, Simon, please. I texted him. So we, we roundtabled this with a discord and everybody was like, play Link's Awakening. It's the better game. And I'm like, I'm not here to play favorites. I want to know if you think that it's a good idea 
to do this from like a business standpoint. Um, and I asked Simon and Simon said, um, Simon had already said that he wasn't going to play along with Link's Awakening with us because he just beat it for Switch. And I was like, I'll lend you a 3DS. And he has not accepted my offer to lend him a DS or a 3DS since that system came out. And I've been, I've been offering for like 20 years and he's like, Nope, I'm good. I got my games. I don't need that thing. And that sounds familiar. And I just like so many people. And and then he said, I'm going to start playing Ocarina so that I've started before you even start your season. So we're just, we're just going for it. Why not? I love it. It's our podcast. We make the rules. Screw it. Hell yeah. I think that Nintendo announcement might be the the most excited I've been about video game announcements in years. Exactly. Uh, just like uh, being able to play every like or not every, but being like getting access to the library of amazing N64 games is so good. And then Chris, are you uh did you did you follow that because there was an announcement there was a little bit in there for you as well. I didn't watch it, no. Um the Genesis games are also being added to that. <laughs> uh, Which is just a membership. mind blowing move. I, yeah, that's I, crazy. The Genesis was always at our grandparents and we had the Nintendo at home. And the fact that they are merging is outrageous to my brain. I can't even fathom. I mean, it's when Sonic showed up in Smash Bros. Before everybody was in Smash Bros. Right, it was right. like mind-blowing. And this is just... Ah, Smash Bros., the outrageous. hit sequel to Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, Ocarina of Time, too. By that logic. Yeah, and totally. Wind Waker, and yeah, and and, and oh, I can't and, wait and, to get and, to Wind and, Waker. Yeah. Wind Waker and Mega Man, and, and yeah, for real. Although I don't like the Mega Man the way that they did Mega Man and mm, Smash. Me either. Bros. Not he's a big like fan. he's like a American cartoon version of Mega yeah. Man. I'm like, give me X or something. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, so that's a discussion for another time for the 2066 <laughs> pod or the yeah. 20XX yeah. pod. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. 20XX. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Let's get it. Yeah, so, you know, for, you know, yeah, so I I also just want to kind of commend Patrick. Uh, uh, there, you know, th- this move goes against a lot of what kind of Patrick believes in, which mm-hmm. is like, we told the audience we were doing one thing. Yep. And <laughs> they have an expectation that we're going to do that one thing. Yep. And it can be very difficult to... My skin is tingling right now. Yeah. It's hard I mean, for me to do this. I mean, I went downstairs when he first got here, like... We were in a good spot, sat him down and said, I need to have a business conversation with you about this idea. Like, this isn't about your feelings or my feelings. This is like, what do we think would be best for the audience and our podcast, right? And like, it's it can be tough to separate that. I think especially, I mean, Patrick, you know, you know, Patrick's ran, um, you know, a, um, ran, ran, ran a album label, you know, has been in that like business position, but it's kind of hard to get pitched from somebody else. Like, hey, I want to make this shift that I know is going to go against what you would really potentially like to do, what you mm-hmm. think we should do. Um, but no, I just commend you for, you know, Thank taking you. time to think through it. Right. We didn't, I did. we didn't make a quick judgment. Um, I called my partner. We talked it out. I always sleep on decisions like this. It might seem like silly to some people listening, but it was a huge decision. To yeah, no, that's, I think in my, in, in, in my experience with, you know, being a partner with Chris versus being, you know, friends of two decades, like there's very clear cut, like differences yeah. in like our business partnership 
yeah. relationship and our friendship. Like our friendship comes through everything, but like there's definitely times where Chris and I have to sit down and we're like, hey, let's have a serious talk for a few minutes about a business decision, you know, yeah, whatever right. it might be. And it's it's a it can be nerve wracking. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I sometimes I'll want to like bring something up to Chris, you know, about like a direction I'd like to go in or something I'd like to try. And I'm like, why am I nervous talking to my friend uh, for two decades? <laughs> yeah. You know, because and for you, not, it's like you're, you're talking you're, to your business yeah. partner. You right. Know? Exactly. I'm yeah. not talking to my brother. I'm talking to my business partner. Right. That's hard to separate. I totally get it. Yeah. It's hard to put different hats on. It's hard to put different mm-hmm. hats on. But we we persevered. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, and we couldn't we could be more excited. I mean, like Patrick said, we already have uh, our first recording in the hopper, uh, getting through the great Deku tree. Uh, we're still working yes. on our voices. We keep uh, I keep I keep ruining my Navi voice, yeah. but I'll get it down eventually. Uh, <laughs> I I recommend you just use Chris's tattle voice. <laughs> just make your voice as deep and manly as possible. <laughs> That's a great idea. I love it. I love that it. That is a great <laughs> idea. Uh, well, you know, it was such a pleasure having both of you on our podcast and doing something a little different than obviously I think either one of us do on a, on a regular basis. It was Certainly. really great to, to have you on and to, to chat, you know, for, for this and to kind of find out more about the both of you and find out about your podcast. And uh, we're just really looking forward to continuing to grow alongside both of you and hang out in your, uh, your Discord. And I'm going to copy a bunch of your Discord over into our Discord. And, uh, and yeah, so just really wanted to say thanks so much for, uh, for taking the time out of your day to, to hang out with us on a Saturday morning. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, this, I think this was a blast. This was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This <laughs> this was an an absolute blast. I I am really really stoked you guys uh, invited us on and uh, would love to uh, have you uh, do something again with us in the future, uh, whatever that might be. Let's please keep doing stuff. This felt very natural. All natural. Yes, 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 yes. Definitely, definitely more in the future. Um, we got, we got plenty to talk about, but we should probably just save it for another time. I'm, I'm pretty sure I could sit here and talk all day, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody, thanks for tuning in to another episode of... I Rule Podcasters! <laughs> Have yeah, a great week. We'll see you next time. <laughs> thanks for tuning in. You nailed thanks it. Thanks so much. You nailed it. <laughs> Bye, everyone. for listening to this week's episode of Hyrule Podcasters. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Hyrule Podcasters and on Twitter at Hyrule Podcaster. As always, this episode was produced by Patrick, and we'd like to thank Lieutenant Headtrip for composing original music for the podcast, including our theme song. Additionally, if you'd like to directly support us, you can head over to our Patreon page. Patreons get early access to episodes and more. Links to everything can be found in the show notes. And be sure to rate and review us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Odd Conduit Media.